Dan, I got to tell you what, this has been the best winter ever, don't you think? <laughs> what are you talking about? This has been the worst winter ever. We have had the best winter ever in Ohio. Just there's, we've had no snow. And I oh. live in a part of the country called the Snow Belt. And we've had, we've had no snow. I had, I have not even started my snowblower this year. Wow. I've got plenty that I could send down to you. It's still here. No, thank you. <laughs> We, and on top of that, it's not that we just haven't had any snow. It's, we haven't had any cold weather. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we, I think that big storm that came in during, you know, around the holidays, we got super cold then, but that was it. Uh, we don't, we really haven't even had frozen ground this year. That is pretty crazy. I've, I felt, I've felt like it's been almost every week we have either had a winter storm or a winter weather advisory every week for the last two months. Wow. And I, the reason I brought up the weather is because I'm just dealing with all this mud and mud and firewood do not mix. <laughs> they don't. What do you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine deep snow and firewood doesn't mix either, but it's been well, so long since I've had to deal with snow. Yeah, the, the the benefit of snow is that eventually it will just melt away where I don't think mud, I mean, if it dries up, it's still on the logs, you know, it's still yeah. on everything. I had bought a triaxle of logs a couple weeks ago, and it was during the height of this rainy season that we've been having and these logs look like chocolate covered pretzels just <laughs> covered in mud <laughs> <laughs> that, that's gonna make for some fun processing that's that's always nice yeah well you know you look for the ground to be frozen in the winter time um from the way i'm running my business and the way i'm getting my logs i'm leaning on these loggers and these truck drivers and they like the winter time certain parts of the winter time when the ground is just frozen like a rock because it's easy to work there's no mud the logs slide easy and and they can get them to the mill the mills you know they don't want mud on their logs either right and certainly the firewood guys don't but this year <laughs> it's just it's just mud and i'm feeling the pinch because uh, i am moving our operation to a a new wood yard and yeah. the challenge is i have to have logs i have to get all of the logs at my current location processed with my firewood processor before i can move my processor to the new yard well when i move my processor there I got to have logs. Uh, <laughs> when you don't have logs for a firewood processor, it's pretty much a worthless machine. Uh, yeah. It's not like a tractor or something you know, that can do multiple tasks. It only does one thing. Yeah, there probably isn't too much more you can do with it, is there? Other no. than just sit and look at it and wait for I logs. <laughs> think a big red paperweight uh, would would be another job for it <laughs> and that's about it 
Have you have you ever uh, just quick back to the? Uh, I, we used to we used to always drag logs home down on the farm, and um, we'd bring them into the yard, and then whenever they would have mud on them, we'd always just pressure wash them off. Do you ever have you ever washed any of your logs off, or have you ever tried that? I have not. I never really felt like I needed to. There would be an occasional log, but I had rejected log loads of logs in the past. Uh, simply because, and then a lot of these drivers that I deal with, they just know don't know they're not going to bring them to me. But now you have them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that way, this might be a candidate to pressure wash because some of these, I'm serious, it is caked with mud. Not like yeah. they just have a a sheen of mud on them. <laughs> I mean, caked on. Ugh. Yeah. Not good. Well, it's not good for the chain, and it's not good for the customer when they get the wood. No one wants to have dust and, you know, clunky mud flaking off when they're bringing it in the house. <laughs> or putting it in their in their uh, smoker or in their oven to cook some pizza with or something. Yeah, that's, that's probably not. Uh-huh. Well, it's like, you know, with your outdoor wood furnace, you probably don't, you probably don't care. No. Nope as nor do i uh, but the one thing i always remind myself with this business is that i am not the customer so my customer base is slightly different than me <laughs> <laughs> i'm using my air air quotes here slightly slightly uh, different. slightly different yeah if if i were a firewood customer i would not buy off of me <laughs> and i don't see why that's a big deal but that's just you know i get that a lot from comments on my youtube channel you know, about you know about my firewood and stuff and you know like, oh, never. it's like well i'm not the customer I, i'm providing the service there you go mm -hmm. yep so you've got some big things in the works for this spring i do i am moving uh, wood yards we have outgrown the old one and it's just time. I am inherently a frugal person. I have avoided paying any kind of rent. And you know, we've worked off of off of acreage here where we live on. And that has gotten me this far. And as I chart our growth and where I think we need to be and how we need to get there, it's time to move. Mm. Uh, the location uh, that I got. It is a very high profile location in our area. It was a long time bulk yard for mulch and you know landscaping rocks and stuff. And the guy that owns it retired. And I have had my eye on this for a long time. There was other companies that have worked out of it and all, but um, I just always thought that it would never work out, but what do you know? It worked out. Here you go. There, yeah, you're getting ready to move. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Have you ever moved like anything before? Or have you moved a house? Or... Just, yeah, just moving like apartment to apartment and house to house. I, I went through a stretch where um, 10 years, I moved every year for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But 10 times, it was, ugh. I'm done moving now. Yeah, well, it had always been in my mind that... So if I, if my, if I could speak to my younger self, 
I would tell him, uh, first, I think you're really good looking and intelligent. Uh, you know, <laughs> always got to be effusive with the self, with the, the praise here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would tell myself, do not buy a big house. And that was one of, it was kind of like a hobby that I had when I had a real job. I was in the real estate. I was buying duplexes and apartments and stuff. And this house that I bought that we live in now, we bought it off the bank. We got into it real cheap. And now that the kids are in college and it's just me and the wife and our cat here, the house, it's just too big. Yeah. And uh, I had thought that in a perfect world with my firewood business growing, that we would move into a firewood yard that's like a retail slash industrial <laughs> location that would have a house on it. <laughs> <laughs> so this place does not have that. So you know, oh, say the, our area is zoned, so you couldn't live there. Maybe if I snuck a camper on it, you know, no one would notice, but I'd have to convince the wife how that is a good idea. I was just going to ask, how do you think that would go over? <laughs> Honey, we're moving to the wood yard. Yeah, I would not go over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but what it does, it gets uh, it gets away from the house, all of the junk. Um, you know, my neighbors are very nice, and they never complain, but it's still not fair to them. So uh, I'm getting all this cleaned up, but it's just it's a process. I got to get all these logs made. And I had already committed that what I make here, I'm just going to stack here. I'm not going to create extra work right now. And then you know, all these logs will eventually get sold and then I'll, we'll reclaim this area. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to ask because that sounds like what you're going to do then is kind of a longer drawn out process where you're still going to be coming back to your current wood yard to get the wood that's already stacked there. So this whole transition, you're looking at what, maybe a year <laughs> or. Yeah. Well, it, the production will be immediate. Yeah. You know, it will be at the beginning of May when the lease begins. Um, that will be immediate. So all the machines, uh, all the production, the quote unquote business will be moved there. So I'm still going to have logs here because I'm just not going to pull up all the wood that I have stacked here and haul it down there and restack it again. I'm not going to do that. So that is that is the plan. Um, I think there's a level of convenience too. You know, if you are laying in the house and the phone rings and there's a delivery, eh, you can just go right out and just load it up here in the truck and go. So there might be a level of convenience there. It might be a level of risk management too, because having all your firewood in one yard, what if it catches on fire? You know, having oh, it oh yeah spread out. Like I still have two uh, people that make firewood for me. I did have three, but the other guy's moving and he won't be able to make wood this year. He'll start again next year when he gets his, uh, everything set up, but I still have people that make firewood for me as well. So I have that in my back pocket, but that is the plan. Uh, we're going to move over there. I still don't see us being open to the public. I don't like the idea of it being staffed during business hours. I don't like the idea of pick up <laughs> simply because you know you can your firewood's worth probably twice as much to deliver it than it is to, for local pickup 
Yeah, and, and and if you had to all of a sudden start supplying local pickup and your delivery, you'd be having to make twice as much. Yes, and that is not possible because my limiting factor continues to be supply, procurement. I do yep. not have the logs. If I had a mountain of of logs and just an abundance of wood that I couldn't possibly sell at all and didn't have the ability to deliver it all, yes, I would consider local pickup. Uh, but I don't know, Dan, when you have a limited supply of wood, which, you know, I mean, I'll just say that I have a limited supply because I never have enough to sell. I can always <laughs> sell more than what I have, you know, why sell it cheap? It makes no sense to me. It's kind of like pine. There's nothing wrong with pine firewood. You know, all the houses out west, are, there's been a lot of houses in the United States he, heated with pine. But why would I want to process pine? Because it takes the exact same amount of time to make that into firewood as it does um, ash. Right. Yeah. So why, and you, but it's not worth as much. So why waste your time? You know, and that's the same way that I see with, with selling firewood. I'm, if I'm only going to have in a, in, in a most realistic terms, a maximum of 150 cords, I'll never, ever get that much supply ever. And I'm, you know, I'm just going to max out at 150 cords. I can sell that with value added firewood delivery. So why sell local pickup? Makes no sense. Yeah, <clears throat> mm -hmm. that actually does make a little sense. <laughs> it makes no, it makes sense that it makes no sense if that makes sense <laughs> i'm following you i'm following you are you following me okay I'm so i'm not you. so the bottom line is at the new wood yard when you open you're you're going to continue your operation as is it's just that you're upgrading your location and you're not right now going to sell to the public like local pickup yeah, yeah. very well said yeah. i don't even know if i'll put up a sign if I do put up a sign, it would say not open to the public because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to, it's going to get a lot of attention. You know, this big red conveyor going up in the air and these big piles of logs and stuff. People notice this stuff. Yep. So I would expect people to just, to just assume, you know, people think, you know, the firewood yards, they're all the same and mine's different. So I would expect probably people are going to be stopping in. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That's where you're going to, I was just going to say, if you did offer local pickup, you have to, I think, then factor in what you're, how much time you're going to be spending per pickup, because you know, people are going to be interested in what's going on. They're going to be mm -hmm. interested in you. They might know you from YouTube. They're going to want to chat. So all of a sudden you spend three hours of your day and you moved one truck, load, one trip pickup truck full of wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that pretty much hits the nail on the head there, Dan. That is not to say, though, Dan, that I got some ideas on how I could sell firewood uh, with with my new wood yard, and I'm going to leave you in suspense. Uh, but we'll see how this pans out. It would it, this this plan would happen after it opens, anyways. And yes, I would be showing everything on on my YouTube channel on nice. uh, how we could possibly make money selling firewood at a wood yard that is not open to the public i like it mm, very intriguing 
mm-hmm. stay tuned, Woodhounds. There's more to come on this. Yeah. Feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, your yard. Now, you're not. You, I wouldn't call you high capacity, right? You're not like a massive production yard. No. You're. Have you ever gotten to the point where you thought maybe you could stand to have a high school kid or someone to come over and help? No, never crossed no. my mind. No, the only what, the only thing I would have want help with is possibly like creating the content <laughs> that I make, but not the wood. <laughs> but yeah, I've never, I wonder why no one does anyone ever do that though? Because you got to think these kids these days. I'm sure there's like ten year olds that have more computer skills than we'll ever have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. It's. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean. That has that is something that's crossed my mind, but as far as the firewood production side of it, no, I've I've never, I've never looked at or considered, you know, expanding. Um, my main thing right now is just to get like some type of shelter, over a working area that I can work under. So that's my big. If if the snow ever decides to melt, that's my plan. <laughs> so what you're saying is, give me shelter. Yes, yes. My my Rolling Stones uh, reference of the day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you are looking at a pole barn, is that right? Yeah, I've been tossing around that idea. Um, I've looked into it. I've gotten a bunch of bids. It's just amazing the variation in cost from, you know, low end to high end. And then you wonder if the low end bids are going to be as quality as the top end bids. And then... yeah. There's other options out there to consider. So, like what? Well, there's some buildings like carports and, you know, I don't know, steel structures, maybe, you know, not necessarily mm-hmm. pole barns, but, and like the hoop houses and I don't know. Yeah. These, um, out where we live, there's a number of these pop up shed for sale locations like they'll go on to like a like an intersection where a gas station's closed down and then there'll be like a bunch of sheds there for sale and they sell carports too ah yep and but yeah there was one like uh i stopped in that was looking at them and they were talking like about a two-month wait which i thought was ironic because there's these sheds here right in front of me you know (laughs) And then I heard it was the one that I was at. They just shut down. And then people that were on the hook to get their sheds, you know, they, the phones weren't working and they couldn't get a hold of anyone. So I've always been dubious of who you do business with because some of these places are, because I would think that you could just get a carport where they just bring it and it's already assembled depending on the size. Yeah. That's, that's a few that I've looked at. It's, they actually just ship them out in a big crate you know the 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 frame slide together and you get all the mm-hmm. material shipped to you and and it's only like i think a 10 to 14 day wait before it ships so oh, you wow. get it pretty quick and then they claim you can put it up in a weekend <laughs> well. with so <laughs> we'll see <laughs> yeah it would look like something from the cat in the hat after you got done building it <laughs> There, I deliver firewood to a brewery, and they have an outdoor 
uh, fire ring kind of an area and an outdoor city seating area. And they have one of those VersaTube buildings. And they, I mean, they are well built. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's like square tubing and they got a lot of good bracing on them. And I like now, them. Is that, is that a carport style or like an actual yeah. building garage? No, it was a carport. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's one of them that I'm looking into. They, yeah. they are nice. But he had, he had a number of people. I think they were like patrons and he offered them free beer, but he, it, he had a big crew to assemble it. I think for one person or two people, it'd probably be a lot of work. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I think you at least, you need at least two people because when you set those frames up, you need, you know, a person on each end on yeah. each side. So that's, I that, but am, that is something that's possibly going to be coming into my wood yard. So uh, uh, the reason I'm interested too, cause I'm looking at a carport cause I would like to put a carport over my processor. Yes. Uh, to, to keep it and me out of the, out of the elements. Right. That's yeah. my main concern. Just, and, and that's, I mean, obviously in winter snow, summer rain, but also the sun. You know, well, that's my problem is the sun. I have my own personal policy is I do not work in the rain, <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, sounds like a, a brilliant idea because it is, which gives me half of the year off here in Northeast Ohio because <laughs> it rains all the time. <laughs> I just found making firewood with those processors in the rain, it comes out of that, you know, when it goes into the trailer and you stay, it's just covered in gunk. Yeah, it just picks up a lot of dust and it turns the gunk and it sticks to the wood and looks ugly. I just don't like working in the rain. I think it's dangerous too. Those logs get slippery, and when you're like skidding logs or rolling them down on top of others, they just behave differently. And I, I just think it's dangerous. I don't work in the rain. You sound like uh, what was that postman from Seinfeld? Newman. He doesn't deliver the mail in the <laughs> rain, sleet, or snow. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah that but that's one the one thing with me with not with not having a processor like i can usually find something you know if it's raining out i could if i had some logs under the shelter i could buck those up i could split i could make bundles you that's know. right you you don't have a processor no your processor went bye-bye yeah so what's the spring you know is there any plans for for that or is it a secret um, or is there or is there no plan that is classified information <laughs> I, I i'm not sure yet right now there's not anything you know definitive gonna happen in there's might be a few things in the works but it, maybe i'll kind of take your lead and leave that up to future episodes <laughs> <laughs> I played baseball until I was 31 years old, and it is beaten into your head in baseball that you do not talk or gloat about good things happening. Like if you're on a, a winning streak or if you're on a hitting streak or if you're pitching a no-hitter, you do not talk about it because you jinx it, and then it yes. won't happen. Yes. Yeah, I so I've just told. always been just conditioned. You know, I don't – I try to keep – like I got this brilliant idea and I think I'm going to go forward with it, but you don't say anything. You don't make it public until you, you have it because <laughs> then you talk about it and then it doesn't happen. 
we used to call that on the farm. You do not count your chickens until they hatch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think of all of the no hitters that I lost because I was a pitcher. Uh, after that first at bat, oh, lost my no hitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. So I then... always thought I was a lock for the major leagues, but it turned out they had an abundance of left-handed pitchers that couldn't throw strikes. Oh, imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, hey, what's one more? <laughs> well, Dan, it sounds like you're going to have an exciting spring along with me. You have a major project that's going on. Yeah. Well, like I said, it all is dependent on when the snow gets out of here. And then I also have to remove about six trees before I can put anything up. Uh, so there's 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 a long list of things to do. A lot of you know things in the works. But to your point, just when they happen, they'll happen, and then I'll discuss. Until mm -hmm. that happens, just leave it at that. <laughs> and, and it's a shame that there's going to be trees that will have to suffer because of your your plan. Well, they are already dead. They're okay. already dead. <laughs> what are they, ash trees? No, they're oak. We have huh. that. The oak wilt just has really hit hard. It's, That's terrible. Yeah. We need to do an episode on um, invasive species and and diseases. Yeah, it's... You know, when... Who was it? Was it Harry Watt that was talking about... Was it the pine... Who was talking about the pine beetle? I thought that we were talking about that on the uh, uh, on this show. Yeah, I but anyhow, I, I yeah, that kind of stuff. That is, I had been reading up on like the gypsy moth, you know, the emerald ash borer, the and Dutch elm disease. I just find all this stuff interesting. It's a shame. Uh, like with the American chestnut tree, you know, which is long gone too. Yeah. There's, and there always seems to be something, you know, happening or <clears throat> things that like people, they don't realize that sometimes removing trees say, is saving trees. You know, that's the biggest, you know, thing I always right. hear is people get all upset about the number of trees that are being cut down. But a lot of times that's to mm -hmm. save future trees from being diseased or invaded on by some beetle. <laughs> I, I had heard, I guess this is knowable, I need to look into this, that there are currently, like the United States is more forested now than it was in the 1800s. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to research that. We need to get another guest on here that has knowledge, knowledge. in that. Yeah. That, it, that yeah. would be interesting to hear on that. On my on my property, I can tell you one thing that there's way less trees because not only do <laughs> I have six in the wood yard that need to come down, we have eight of them in the front of our property that are all dead as well, right on yeah. the property line of our neighbors. And so it's like we're both in this standoff of who's going to get those trees taken down. Is it him or me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have that where we live. We have a row of poplars that separate the two properties up here and. We, it depends on whose side the tree falls on it. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows who owns the poplars, but none, no one really cares either. <laughs> yeah, it's always, it's always a debate when it's standing. 
but then once it comes down, then it's always pointing fingers. You should have yeah. done that. <laughs> uh, it depends on whose uh, saw will start, uh, <laughs> yeah. it, who it belongs to. All right, Dan, well, what do you say? Um, let's, how about let's keep ourselves apprised with our projects as they go forward here through the spring. And uh, if we run into any headaches or roadblocks, we can share them with everyone. Yes, we'll, we'll bring info here, but also stay tuned to uh, the YouTube channels because you'll see things happening and then come here to discuss and hear about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then um, I'm going to be having an open house at my new wood yard when it opens. Oh. Uh, I don't have the specific date yet, but uh, it would be cool if maybe you could come to it. I will have to check uh, check the schedule. That sounds uh -huh. exciting. Are we uh, – so you are going to be open to the public that day then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the YouTube public, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know what we'll do. It'll be, I mean, we'll come up with some cool ideas, but I'm just hoping to get like three or four people that can show up and then we can have uh, have a nice day. Yeah, that's, mark me down in pencil. As a definite maybe. <laughs> pencil me in. Okay. And yes, we'll get, the, we'll get, uh, get down there. And I'm, I'm excited just to see the, I've seen in your videos, you know, kind of, the lay of the land, but it's always different mm -hmm. seeing it on camera and seeing it in video. So I'm, I'd be excited to come down there and check that place out and, you know, point out all the things that you're going to do wrong and where you're putting stuff <laughs> wrong. And... How I should better <laughs> spend my money. Yes. Yeah. It is overwhelming for me at times. I can't believe that uh, this is going to be, this is, this is mine. It's yeah. Yeah. It, I, I'm this, I still, I don't think of myself as this happening. I don't know. It's like an out-of-body experience. I should still be sitting in my cubicle <laughs> <laughs> playing Minesweeper, <Nah. laughs> pretending I'm working on my computer, but I'm playing Minesweeper in solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, what do you say? Let's get out of here. Um, Sounds good. You, you need to go shovel snow and I need to go stand in mud. Yes. What an exciting way to spend the afternoon. Yes. There's only one other thing more exciting than watching the snow melt. What's that? Watching paint dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode here on the number one firewood podcast in the world, the Woodhounds. That's right. And we want to thank you for helping make the Woodhounds the number one firewood podcast in the world. And I want to tell everyone to be safe and stay fun while having a great day. Great day.